0: Christina, and thank you for checking into the home of Wayward Seas. This is a podcast where friends and I talk about our original characters, the good, the bad, and the self-inserts. Today, our guest is my friend Emma. Emma, how are you doing today?
1: Hi, I'm real good. How are you?
0: I can't complain too much, although I did just uh, power eat my dinner, so <laughs> hopefully that won't be making an appearance anytime. Soon. <laughs> I, I had a mic anymore.
1: Oh no! I had a really greasy, disgusting, undercooked pizza just an hour ago. So, Mm -hmm. college life, dorm life, yeah. (laughs) Oh goodness.
0: So, who are we going to be talking about today?
1: Okay. Well, I actually have I've brought a lot of OCs to the home today. Yes,
0: Um... (laughs) I have many rooms available.
1: (laughs) Good. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, um, just a little backstory on like why exactly i made them and what they were for um when i think it probably started when i was 15 14 um i'm 20 now just as a reference um when i was 14 or 15 uh i started getting into the um tumblr role-playing community online <laughs>
0: with <When, laughs> tumblr yeah, so like it's uh, so terrible
1: i tell like I tell everyone everything and I don't tell anybody about this. <laughs> like oh good
0: I feel extra blessed.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, but um so basically uh I which I got into that because my friend was really into um like making OCs and role playing as them online and finding other people with OCs and it was really, really fun. It was like I liken it really it was very, very similar to uh tabletop role playing. Um, where it's just, like, collaborative storytelling. And I think that's why I like tabletop role playing so much now. Um, but yeah, that's what it was basically like, except for there were a lot more rules and there was a lot of drama. (laughs) But I'm sure we'll get into that later.
0: Uh, I bet there was a lot of drama.
1: (laughs) You get enough, like, 15-year-olds in the same place. But, um, oof. Uh, so, thinking as far back as I could, just going chronologically, I think the first one I ever had was this, um... Half girl, half bird OC. Uh named okay. Aya, which is A Y A. Okay. Mm-hmm. What
0: kind of what kind of like division are we talking about here between the human and the bird parts?
1: Um, basically just the best parts of everyone. <laughs> so Okay. <laughs> so just like imagine like a normal human teenage girl, um, but she had wings and then like the bird that she was crossed with, um, had like really long tail feathers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just really aesthetically fun to draw. <laughs> oh yeah. That's why oh, I yes. did most of them. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, her name was Aya. I honestly don't remember much about her because I deleted the blog she was on.
0: <laughs> oh no.
1: <laughs> Which was really unfortunate, but I did dig up some stuff that I found um uh on like other blogs and things I had. This is oh okay. goodness, it was such a deep dive into trying to find all of this information. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I guess honestly, like if you've ever read Maximum Ride,
0: yes, the, I like book series. Yes, I I own. I think they're. I think they're still boxed up at my parents' house. But <laughs> I own. I think it's the first four. Yeah, the first three were the cool, like the cool ones where they actually were going off and like fighting the erasers and everything. And uh-huh. then the fourth one was where it started getting really environmentally preachy.
1: Yeah. It, not great. They weren't great, <laughs> but
0: no. But I the first three were really good, and I'm kudos to whichever James Patterson wrote those. Ones. <laughs> You're right. But yeah. then the the fourth one, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And then I like I opened the fifth one a couple of years ago because I saw it at the library or whatever, and it was like, and then Angel decided that they need to go do this and I'm like close this book, <laughs> puts back on shelf. Yeah.
1: yeah. No. It was it was not good. But basically, I was just exactly that you would be surprised how many like <laughs> like my friends and i stole the idea for uh <laughs> maximum ride like eight times probably as kids Um oh, man hey, you know
0: what it's it's very on brand for like kids it's like yeah like cool like teens who look normal but then they have wings
1: no <laughs> oh man like i think i might have the best like example of that of anybody in the world because my best friend who I met because like she's the person who got me into role-playing and everything um she uh got into writing she wants to be an author she got into writing by writing this like maximum ride ripoff where all of the characters were like her friends just like self-inserts and we oh all had God. we all had different kinds of wings and we all had environmental powers
0: <laughs> oh my gosh what were yours <laughs>
1: Um, I had butterfly wings, um, and my powers were, uh, lightning. (laughs) Okay. Mm hmm Okay. Yeah. Um, gosh. But yeah, all I can really remember about Aya is that, uh, she was experimented on by scientists, like all good OCs are. Um, and she had wings, and she was real angsty. I think that's all I've got on her, though. (laughs)
0: I mean, those are those are pretty solid foundations for a character created when you're a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Step uh, one, wings. Step two, eggs.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. Step three, profit. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. So that was like my first one. I don't think she ever really got off the ground. Um, I was looking at like old uh, threads that I had with people. Threads are just like the stories that you told with other people. Just like the one post that you kept adding to was called a thread. And, okay. um, the only one I could find was one where I was role-playing with this, uh, person who was role-playing as Doctor Who, as the doctor. Okay. <laughs> it was, Tumblr role-playing is such a weird mix between OCs and canon characters. I eventually did get into canon characters, but, uh, <coughs> it was OCs for most of it. Okay. hmm Um, so that was fun. I honestly, I think I did a lot of this role-playing just so that I could, like, uh, hang out with the doctor in my own weird way. But, you know.
0: <laughs> hey, you know what? That's fair.
1: <laughs> oh, goodness. But, okay. But the next one, who was actually super cool, I think. Uh, her name was Andromeda. And okay. she was, like, the personification of a star. Okay. Um, and so she, like, I'm looking at her, like, profile right now that I made up for her. Her name was yeah. uh, Andromeda, and her nickname was Andy. Um, okay. And then she was, like, currently in a female vessel, which I thought was interesting because I basically like I think the idea was that she could um, change like human vessels whenever she wanted to. Okay. But she chose uh, females most of the time, but she could be a male if she wanted to. Which basically she was gender fluid before I even really understood what that meant.
0: Nice. Which is also like yeah. So like Andromeda is the con- as in like the constellation, but just in a human form for the time being.
1: Yeah, basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like. Part of, like, that, like, being a star was that, like, if she ever got, like, too upset about anything, like, sad or embarrassed or angry or anything, she would start, like, superheating and getting super, super hot. And, like, that was, okay. like, her, her power was that she could do okay. that. Mm-hmm. But she couldn't control it very well. Um, so that, I assume, would have, like, uh, put her into some interesting situations if i'd ever utilized that information <laughs> when i was writing her
0: see that sounds like a really good role-playing character hook oh, for gosh. like a game
1: right like she was super super cool i think she's still kind of cool i should probably redraw her i have a, a lot of like old art like this is like maybe the oldest stuff that exists on the internet
0: i look forward to seeing it yes <laughs> in some capacity even if it's just you showing me after you record sure never putting it up anywhere else <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey i mean it's out there people find it um But, yeah, so she was real short. She was, like, 5'2", it says here. Um, And she was 17, and she was blonde, and she had curly hair, and she wore, like, 50s-style dresses, because I think I was very into the 50s at the time. Because, you know.
0: It's a nice era aesthetically. Yeah,
1: I mean, it looks really pretty. (laughs) Aesthetically. (laughs) It's like, and so she looks, like, basically, like, a little girl if you – and her dress is like if you made a 50s dress but out of like a galaxy print Ooh, yeah so (laughs) kind of (laughs) rad actually
0: somewhere a designer for hot topic just perked up
1: (laughs) 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 oh goodness oh i have a whole lot of backstory that i don't quite remember i never i didn't read this beforehand
0: it's okay
1: oh gosh she doesn't like humans she's oh man i won't swear but she's a real bee. <laughs> she's <laughs> she was really And like <laughs> I was uh in preparation for this, I was reminiscing with my um my friend about her. Uh and she told me like I was trying to write her as like really um like self righteous and um kind of mean, but she just came off really pissy. <laughs> yeah. Um, which was fun. I think I could like really lean into that now if I was writing it. Like now that I like know what I'm doing and anything but like (laughs) emotional maturity (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh yeah no she was really pissy and she didn't like emotions very much I think oh goodness she was like a weird mix but she was like a really pissy Vulcan basically okay yeah it seems like it
0: now what did what were you role-playing as Andromeda for um like like did you have any like was that was Andromeda created, like, specifically to, like, do anything with other characters or fandoms or, like?
1: Uh, a lot of my OCs, I think um, I made them, like, honestly, I think it's, a lot of it was, like, I'm going to find a cool person who roleplays as the Doctor, and I'm going to roleplay with them and live out all my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, like, the, uh, generally, I was not very picky with, um, my, like, role-playing partners, um, just because there weren't a lot, and it's, like, it was really hard to, like, get off the ground as an OC, as opposed to, like, if you were role-playing a canon character, because people already know the canon characters Mm -hmm. and are already attached, but, like, when you have an OC, you have to, like, really, like, sell them to people. Yes. And it's very difficult.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's an issue that I have with Tumblr in general because like I have a blog that is specifically for my art, but like they were, and you probably experienced this too with stuff on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the original art that you create yourself and you invest so much time in like seven notes. Yeah. no, <laughs> a, a comic that I made about critical role that I did in like five minutes <laughs> got like, you know, it's like, Oh, like, like hundreds of notes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. Like, I think the most popular thing I have on my art Tumblr right now is a uh, Magic Tavern comic I did in, like, five seconds, and I basically just traced someone else's comic for the, for just for the joke. Yeah. Um,
0: mine, mine was an adaptation of the, like, oh, like, Jeffrey, where's Bin Laden? <laughs> like, that one with, like, the danger-sensing baby or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> Tumblr. We're gonna say that a whole lot this, this recording, I feel like. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, no. It's Tumblr is rough. It's rough to live out there, and I did for a very long time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's rough for sure. Oh man, I was very into Andromeda though. I roleplayed her for I think she's probably the OC that I roleplayed with the longest. Okay. Um, and then just like chronologically after that, um, I started getting into canon characters, which is where I really did spend most of my time. <laughs> my next one was um Wurt from Over the Garden Wall. Okay. Mhm. Just cuz he was a anxious little ball of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
0: He's also a band kid?
1: Mhm. Yep. <laughs> yep, which I related to immediately. And I I still do love Wurt a lot, but mm-hmm. I don't know if he super counts because he's not really an OC. Um I just took his personality from the, the show and then expanded on it. Mm-hmm. But, like what? Um. Oh, gosh. Honestly, for, for work, I cannot tell. I don't... Oh, I like I feel like I've blocked <laughs> that entire experience from my mind. I don't remember anything. That's okay. Oh, man. Gosh, but, like, it was really fun to just, like, with the canon characters and finding other canon characters. Like, I did have a... Uh, a Greg, that I, I role played with a little bit, um, and just like okay. expanding the story and being able to push it in the direction that you wanted to see
0: mm-hmm. was,
1: was really satisfying. Oh, yeah, and so I think that's why a lot of people role play on Tumblr mm-hmm. just to just yeah. so that they can force the story to be what they wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. And hey, we're a lot less salty that way <laughs> about how the actual story goes because we can just change yes. it whenever we want. yeah
0: <laughs> I, I feel like that same principle applies a lot to like fanfic. Mhm. And not maybe like more so like well not more so than fanfic, but equivalent to fanfic would be like making like fan comics or something mm-hmm. like
1: that. Mhm. Mhm. Absolutely. Yeah. It was like, it was almost exactly the same thing. I wish I could it was easier to just like take the um conversations and like threads I had with other people and condense them somehow and put them into a fic because some of them were really, really cool. At least I thought they were in the moment. Um, and I think other people would enjoy reading them, but it's really, really hard to do that because you have to like, like there would only be like two or three replies on one post. And so you'd have to like go back, link, 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 all the way back to the beginning and keep going mm-hmm. to read them again. Um, which I was always too lazy to do, so.
0: (laughs) Preach, preach.
1: (laughs) Oh, goodness. But I I did go back to OCs, I forgot. Um, I had a um, Joan of Arc OC. Well, she's not really an OC, but, like, (laughs) she was, um,
0: this is. Listeners, I am raising my hands in triumph because (laughs) I am very excited, and I love Joan of Arc. She was my confirmation saint, and she's great.
1: (laughs) Oh, goodness. I am so sorry for what I did to Joan of Arc. (laughs) It was nothing weird. Uh, Emma? Nothing weird. Nothing weird. But I was probably, and I wasn't that disrespectful. But I was probably pretty disrespectful.
0: I mean, to find disrespectful.
1: Oh gosh. I'm,
0: I, I I promise not to get mad.
1: Okay. Um. Like I would just sometimes make jokes about like when she got burned at the stake. Um. But, like, and just, I don't think I really respected, I just thought of her as, like, a really cool lady from history as opposed to, like, you know, a patron saint or, like, someone who, um, like, I don't know, had a little bit more weight than just a character that I made up, you know? Um, But, so, <laughs> I did have a reason for making her up, though, or, like, starting to roleplay as her, is because... Um there was a quite a large Night the Museum role playing fan base.
0: Only on Tumblr. <laughs> Only on Tumblr.
1: It's so bad. It was oh god. You would there was so much drama there too. Like more than anywhere else I've ever seen. It was so bad.
0: I'm curious as to what you mean by drama.
1: Like I mean There were so many little things that would, like, um, like, like you, I mean, I'm sure you have seen, like, call-out posts and stuff on Tumblr or even Twitter or anything where someone does, like, one thing and then someone goes and finds all the receipts of every single bad thing they've ever done Mm -hmm. and basically, like, blacklists Mm -hmm. them from whatever community they were in. Mm
0: -hmm. I, that's kind. I don't, I think that that it, I think. Here's my hot take on Call of (laughs) Culture. This (laughs) is the last I'm going to say about it. Mm -hmm. I think that when it is for serious issues, like pretty much anything that people can, and pretty much anything you've seen in the media, um, like, yes, that is important. But people, especially on Tumblr, accusing others of things that are maybe not necessarily true Mm -hmm. because they do not have the same opinion about fictional. Characters and events <laughs> is
1: dumb. Oh gosh! And there was so much of that. Like, and the worst part was that a lot of it, at least the way I'm remembering it, was like dumb little role play rules that literally don't mean anything outside of the context. So, like, there was this thing called god modding. Um, that was okay, like, the... I
0: I am a little bit familiar with god modding.
1: Yeah. So, like, basically, it was um, in when. And this is really, really different in, uh, like, tabletop role-playing and, like, improvising, uh, like, collaborative stories and stuff like that. But, like, basically, you could not, um, like, force another character to do anything or say that something happened without, like, consulting the other writer at all. And, like, if you did that, then you were, like, labeled a godmother and, like, you, (laughs) like, no one would role-play with you. And which is really interesting. I think about it all the time with like listening to any like sort of actual play podcast or any, or like a lot of the improv podcasts that I listen to because it, it feels so much more collaborative that way when you can say like, because like improv do it all the time. It's like, what, why don't you have your pants on? And they're like, uh, Oh yeah, I don't for um, X reason.
0: Or XXX X, X
1: reason. <laughs> yeah. um, but like my immediate, like, instinct whenever i hear that, is like oh they're god modding like oh, that's bad don't do that <laughs> um. <laughs> oh yeah so that's like weirdly ingrained in my mind now but mm-hmm. uh, i i really i like i think god has its place
0: <laughs> yeah it's hearing you talk about that that disparity between like between like like at any kind of any kind of performance where the people can see each other and mm-hmm. or be in the same space whether it's through the internet or in the actual same physical space and then through the like just through the internet through, p- through posts on Tumblr or like forums or whatever mm-hmm. I feel like the big element to like determining like what is and what is not modding is like being able to determine intent especially like which you can do so much easier when you're physically capable of seeing or actually hearing the person yeah yeah that is involved
1: <laughs> for sure yeah and like and like people who I mean there are people who have been like role-playing with each other for like upwards of like my friend um who's she's still really active in the community I've kind of dropped off of it since I went to college and everything um but like I mean she has friends that she's been role-playing the same characters with for like seven or eight years at this point oh my god and like it's like at that point god doesn't really exist because at that point they almost know each other's characters as well as they know their own yeah and so it's Mm -hmm. yeah like building that bond is what you always really wanted to happen but a lot of times especially for me who was like all these blogs never lasted longer than probably like six months if i was lucky um i never really had the chance to like build that kind of rapport with other characters um but whenever i did and i did sometimes it was it was fun very fun (laughs)
0: Having having that community sense is also very important to be mm-hmm. able to determine tone, especially when it's through a text only medium.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh man, I just remembered that I had a uh, uh, an Adventure Zone uh, role playing blog as well. I would ro- oh really? Mm-hmm. I role played as uh, Lucretia for a while. Um, she. She's oh, she. I love her, and I super wish I could go back because that was maybe the most fun I've ever had role-playing. Because, like, with, like, OCs and stuff, it was always, like, this huge, like, modge podge of just a bunch of different characters doing a bunch of different things and different people who wanted different things from what they were doing, which was fine. But, like, I was pretty much exclusively in, like, the the Taz role-playing community. And so all everyone wanted to do was role-play Taz. So that's what we did. Yeah. Um, Like, there was this this taco role-player who I role-played with. And we played... A bunch of like scenarios um like post that we're getting into into adventure zone spoilers
0: <laughs> yes uh spoilers for the adventure zone balance if you haven't listened to it i highly suggest that you go listen to it because it's very good and it's only 69 episodes nice nice <laughs> nice <laughs> um but yeah there we go spoiler warning Continue.
1: Yeah. um but like post story and song um when like Taco and Lucre, Taco like really hated Lucretia and never really doesn't forgive her in canon. And we really want we thought that was super super interesting. So we role played um, uh like situations like where Taco decided that like he was someday going to apologize to Lucretia or like uh, or um, not apologize but forgive her for what she did. And then like just like how that affected Lucretia and like how that affected him. And then like, it it was like super magical and like that stuff I like honestly in my mind is canon for me now and like yeah. it's it was just really really fun to like be able to explore these characters past a thing especially right after it ended and everything
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was really really fun
0: oh yeah yeah. <laughs> you got just so good <laughs> it's so good oh. so you had Lucretia for a while who else did you have for OCs
1: um Goodness, I, I've gone through because
0: we because we could make this a Lucretia appreciation podcast, <laughs> and I would not mind. But
1: <laughs> no, I totally yeah. Um, gosh, I'm trying to remember. Um, oh gosh, okay. So like the even before Aya, I, uh, I think the first one I ever made, and I really never went anywhere with her. I don't think she has like, any sort of depth to her at all. But uh, it was basically just like a self insert uh, Harry Potter OC. Um, (laughs) do tell she oh I don't know she was in Hufflepuff because I went through a very small phase where I thought I was a Hufflepuff gosh I think she also had uh, control over lightning somehow or she was like adept to lightning magic Um, which definitely stemmed from that other story where I was (laughs) adept at (laughs) lightning magic Um, gosh yeah (sighs) I'm 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 Sorry, I'm jumping around from O.C.'s to O.C.'s, but I'm, like, remembering it's things okay. actually happen.
0: You've got a lot of O.C.'s to talk about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember my favorite thing that I did with, um, or there are two things I, I wrote with um, Joan of Arc. Um, there was one where I found a Wesley from The Princess Bride, um, who... <laughs>
0: I'm very excited.
1: <laughs> who was... Um, He was, uh, like, the specific, like, Wesley that he was role-playing as was uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts, and so Joan, um, like, somehow found her way onto his pirate ship, and basically he Dread Pirate roberts her, and it was super cute, and they were flirting, and it was almost amazing, Um, but then um, they dropped off the face of the planet, and we never got any further than that. Oh, no! (laughs) So sad, but it was also so good. Ugh. Oh, so good. <laughs> good. Uh, so I almost dated Wesley once. Um, <laughs> it's a true fact about me.
0: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Wesley's a good choice.
1: Listen, of all the ones, and Dread Pirate Roberts too, like, oh, come on.
0: Swords, pirate ships, respects, women, <laughs> supportive.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. What more do you need in a man? Um, <laughs> oh, I actually, I think I did make Joan a pirate a couple times, like, the other time was with, um, my friend's OC, um, her name was Angel, she just, ha- she had, like, magical wings that, like, were controlled by her, like, soul essence sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, you know, OC's, how they go. Yeah, OC's. <laughs> because. Um, but yeah, so, like, Joan was, like, a uh, pirate captain, uh, and, uh, Angel was some sort of stowaway, and just, like, I love writing, super awesome powerful women it was preach preach (laughs) uh which i think carried over into when i started writing lucretia but um gosh joan was she was amazing she was super ba Mm -hmm. yeah yep
0: Yep. (laughs) as a catholic i will corroborate the statement
1: (laughs) oh man yeah and like i'm i'm also religious i'm uh I think the church I'm in is, like, technically non-denominational Christian. Um, so, whatever. But, like, uh, like role-playing Joan, there was I, – I did have a respect for, like, how um, important she was spiritually. And, like, I tried to, when I wrote her, like, make sure that she had some sort of, like, concept of God, like, while she was uh, doing her thing or whatever. Um, and so, like, during that process, I think I did learn a lot about, like – god like helping um people be like warriors and stuff and like finding power through that and like uh, what like i I, i'm yeah right (laughs) Mm -hmm. um that's that's good stuff right there (laughs) (laughs) and so like you know like regardless of uh if the listener or whatever is religious or not like i did learn some like pretty good life lessons about like being brave and you know fighting for what i believe in and all that sort of stuff by like role-playing in the night the museum community so you know worth it more or less (laughs) Mm -hmm. gosh no it's she is amazing and still an inspiration to me um Mm -hmm. in the things that i do and like I even found. Uh, so one thing I haven't mentioned is that all of these blogs have like playlists attached to them. <gasps> <laughs> Tell <me> everything. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so goodness, I'm kind of surprised that they like still work. Like these attachments still work. Were they're they so like old. eight
0: tracks or like? Yeah. what Website were these hosted on? Yep, eight
1: tracks. Um. So they're okay. basically just ripping from like YouTube videos. Um, gosh. uh so andromeda's uh vlog has uh like what if by simple plan um (laughs) silhouette by owl city um (laughs) oh goodness i honestly i don't remember a lot of these songs um but uh, honestly i think i found a lot of the music i listen to today because of these roleplay
0: vlogs oh yeah definitely
1: like just like trying to find new music and um like, mm-hmm. just look at that music closer than I would j- usually. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. There's this song um, on Joan's blog, though, um, called Victory by a band called Dear Reader. Um, and okay. this, this song, like, I really liked it for Joan, but it's also really, like, helped me through a lot of things, um, just, like, spiritually and, like, um, dur- just during hard times and wh- whatnot. Um, but, like, the, the lyrics go, like... You pray to your God, and I'll pray to mine, and we'll see whose God wins this time. You pray to your God, and I'll pray to mine, and we'll see who stands in the morning. (laughs) Oh, that's so metal. I know, it's so cool. It makes me want to play a cleric now, actually. (laughs) But, oh, God. No, just, like, that, just, like, spirituality as power instead of, like, you know, like, because in in a lot of, like, um, popular media places, uh, there's... I think probably fair criticism of like religion and like what it does to people now, but like. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, like. Yes. <laughs> definitely fair. Yes, def- um, definitely
0: criticize the institutions.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. But like just finding like a sort of solace in the middle of all of that with like being able to role play this character, e- even if I wasn't really talking about God in my like writing and stuff, like just knowing that he was there in it wa- was really important to me i think now that i'm thinking about it
0: yeah yeah i think it's very well said thank you you're welcome <laughs> i'm always down to talk faith and religion yes let's especially start... through the context of like fiction and role-playing and stuff
1: let's start a podcast christina
0: <laughs> we have to dedicate the whole first episode to Merle and Clint McElroy from the Adventure Zone. Yes, oh my because, God! Yes, oh,
1: that's so good. Oh, the 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 Mushroom Planet still is like a super impactful, like spiritual moment yes. for me. Oh, for my me, God.
0: it's also like his speech to John at the yes. end of the at, at the end. Well, not not at the end of everything, but like right before the day of story and song. So I was like.
1: Yes! yes Clint McElroy. You have no idea. Uh yes. it's gosh, yeah, no uh, it's amazing. I'm I'm almost gonna get emotional about it, honestly. It is. <laughs> it's okay. Oh goodness. We can
0: do a topic change swerve into something <laughs> else so we don't so we don't get really into this topic and cry.
1: Oh goodness. Uh, I'm okay, so there's not very many songs on um Joan's playlist. Um but mm-hmm. So the only ones I have are that victory song, which that one's like it's like a minute and a half, I think. So it's really really short. I wish it was so much so much longer. It's also like sung in like a chorus, so like there's almost no instru- instrumentation. It's just like a like a chorus of people singing. Ooh. It is like super powerful. I think like the first time I listened to it, I was like I had to pause it and just like I was in awe of how cool send it was. Me link after I this. will absolutely. Um so Victory is on there, um, a song called Sacrilege by the Yaya yeah, Yaz, yeah, and uh, the Night at the Museum theme. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, weird playlists. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: topics were, yeah. what other OCs you got?
1: Okay, well, I think, the, okay, the one blog I haven't talked about yet, is, um one for, uh, it's, it was a young adult novel called Lockwood okay. and Co., um, which okay. I super highly recommend to anybody who is listening at all. Uh, it's so, so good. It's called so it's Lockwood & Co. by Jonathan Stroud. And basically, um, the super simple plot is that um, there is this ghost epidemic plaguing London, and ghosts are coming back, and uh, nobody's really sure how to deal with it. And so the only people who can see these ghosts... <laughs>
0: hashtag grayscale ella yeah
1: right <laughs> um but so the only people who can see these ghosts are people who are under 18 um okay. and so basically like the entire infrastructure of how london works now resol- revolves around these teenagers who fight ghosts with swords
0: oh my god yeah
1: it's sort of <laughs> hey
0: matt hey matt if you're listening <laughs>
1: please it's so good oh my it's like it's the re like that's why I'm at of hauntings on Twitter like that's where I got it from yeah and like God it's so good but like the so the character I role played as um and this is the blog I think I've had for the longest I think I role played him for two years straight um is uh, Anthony Lockwood and he's like the head of um the um Lockwood and Co uh, like psych paranormal agency um, he's the
0: teen in charge yes
1: he's an idiot and i love him he okay like he um he's got like a really like dark emotional past where like his parents were killed uh in whatever line of work they have which is v- kept vague because he doesn't like talking about it um and then his um so it was just him and his sister living there and then his sister died um while like by a ghost in their own home like and so yeah <laughs> it was very sad um yikes so he's very emotionally stunted and doesn't like talking about it. Um, but that was really it was really fun for me to, like, unpack all of that because I was writing him as the books were coming out, and so I didn't know all of the answers, and I had my own opinions. And so, like, in it was a very tiny community, uh, people who read these books, but, like, I really loved collaborating with them and, like, really, like, digging into the text and, like, like, these are the facts we have, and this is what we think happened. And then just, like filling in all the blanks from yeah. there, like every single tiny crevice that we possibly could, like adding something to it. And like, I think I got so much more out of those books because I did that and just yeah. thought about it so hard. And like, I love literature analysis. It's like my favorite thing yeah. to do in an English class.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, as, as a fellow book nerd, <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> uh, and I have a book suggestion for you. Oh, yeah. Um, you might be interested in reading Fangirl.
1: It oh no! By... I have. I think I have. By uh, oh, Rainbow okay. Rowell, right? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah. That that's her the main character in Fangirl, um, uh, Kath, mm-hmm. goes through a similar situation with their in universe equivalent of Harry Potter. Right.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, I do remember. Actually, I think I read I read that book before I ever role played Lockwood. So I feel Anthony Lockwood, and so I feel like I would get a lot out of that reading it again. Interesting, yes. I'll have to put that on my (laughs) to-read list again. It's really good. Yeah, so I liked Lockwood a lot, and I met a lot of really cool people with that one. Uh, I think, like, for some reason, even though he was, like, maybe the most niche, uh, like, character I role-played as, besides, like, the OCs that never really got anywhere, he found so much popularity (laughs) in in the community and just the whole thing. It was really, really interesting. Um, Like, uh, I think I ended up with, like, almost 600 followers which is like well over six times as many as i've gotten on like anything
0: else at this point Holy cow.
1: yeah it's same yeah it's yeah it was really wild i don't really know where everyone came from but uh we role played with um some like percy jackson role players specifically there was this oh. really great uh jason role player he's still out there or she the person who writes it is still out there uh and they are amazing i love them and they love jason so much and it just like showed through everything that they did and they hate (laughs) rick riordan so much which showed through everything they did they they just didn't like because they're so like um uh like passionate about the characters okay
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and like i don't think and like rick is great and i think he does so many great things for like the young adult community and just like kids in general i think he's great um this person though like just had a lot of opinions about like what jason specifically would do and like
0: okay yeah
1: and like there was like uh anybody who has read percy jackson probably knows about this but like
0: percy jackson spoilers (laughs) yeah right
1: (laughs) percy jackson spoilers um but like nico nico was like the first uh like gay character in the show or in the in the book Mm -hmm. Um, and, but, like, the way he comes out is kind of gross, where, like, Cupid basically forces him to come out in front of everybody, and so yeah. that was, like, the, that's kind of the, the linchpin in what they don't like about what moves on past that point. Like, they, like, they super, like, they like the characters, they just wish that they'd been given a little bit more to work with, because it, it's such yeah. a big world. Like, I really can't blame Rick for it, but, like, they're, they're just disappointed with it, but they just write their own stories, so... In the end, everyone's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so that was good. I'm trying to remember what other well, cool partners I had as Lockwood. I can't. Cannot remember right now. They, they. Did you
0: have a? Did you have a doctor who was a role oh, partner? Oh God.
1: God, did I? I think that, I did. That seems one
0: exactly up doctor who's alley in general. Just like the whole franchise. Right.
1: <laughs> right? Like just like that's just the perfect, like, just imagine Doctor Who, like, dropping into London, and suddenly there's ghosts everywhere. What? Like, come on, it's perfect. Stephen Moffat, get out of here, let me write it instead. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so I think I did have a doctor for a while, but, like, people love writing the doctor so much that they, like, they'll say that they'll write him, and then usually drop off the place of the planet before you can get anywhere too far in the story that was the hardest thing about role-playing is that like it was really hard for people to like drop in media res with things like you had like because there was so much discussion you'd have to have out of character about like how do these people meet like what's how do they interact with each other and so like Mm -hmm. just dropping them in the middle of a situation was difficult um yeah but yeah. yeah but then like um trying to like build rapport like I had mentioned before is also super difficult because like it's really hard to maintain those threads for so long because I mean it can take anywhere from like two hours to like two weeks for somebody to reply to your story and so like just the stamina needed to keep up with that sort of thing and like have enough um like muse and like ideas for writing that story for so long is really really difficult yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah full, full <laughs> disclaimer i've never done i've never done roleplay through like a forum or a tumblr or anything
1: mm-hmm.
0: a, a long time ago like we're talking like <laughs> we're talking like 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 mid like mid to late aughts here um <laughs> i did have several uh i i didn't i didn't do any like 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 forum or blog role playing myself but i had some that i followed and it was just, like, it was really interesting to see how, um, to see, like, how people developed their characters. And then also you'd, like, check the post dates and it'd be like, oh, yeah, like, like, March 6th of 2007. And the next post would be April of 2008 mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was really, like, interact like i don't think there's really anything else like it, it role-playing with like strangers online like and it's super like i found it super enriching and fun um i don't think i like i really miss it but i don't think i can go back because it is also such a time commitment like yes. especially <laughs> there's a lot of nuance to like the modern uh tumblr play community so like way in the past it was just text like you just wrote in text but then after that um people would like start adding gifts and gifts and stuff to it. Um, so like and this was mostly for canon characters cuz otherwise you don't have gifts of your character yeah. doing things, but um Yeah. Just, then you
0: go into face casts.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so just like gifts and they were all like different sizes and stuff cuz no like you were just saving them from online. Um, mm-hmm. and then um, and then it moved on to people having um, like icons that they would make and this is probably the most time I ever's like like put into things is that like especially for ocs and stuff you had to find a face claim that you wanted for the person and then you had and then you had to find like a movie they were in or anything where they looked like your character and then Mm -hmm. you had to crop it so that their face was in little like 100 by 100 pixel squares Mm -hmm. times Mm -hmm. like enough emotions to spread over a thing and you don't have to reuse them a bunch so i think for lockwood the most i had was like i mean i had over 300 icons for sure like for him that happened because i took them from um i went through a lot of different face claims i think (laughs) what was the one i had it was it was dumb uh (laughs) sean mendez okay (laughs) um yeah, so I used Shawn Mendez's face for a while, um, but then there was enough uh, like fan art that I could start cropping that as well. And I always got you know how like it was a big thing. You definitely got permission from fan artists before you did this. And I had like a big Google Doc where I like um, like credited them all so that people could like find out what art I was using. Uh, Cause as an that's ar-
0: how you know that you're an artist because you do you do that kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, like yeah, as an artist, I I know that that's important. Um, but yeah, eventually I eventually ended up with like 300 plus icons and I had one for wow. every single emotion that a human being could have basically. Okay. But it was very hard to find that because you had to find that in uh, the interviews that Sean Mendez did <laughs> about his music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, not great. Yeah,
0: that is honestly like the one thing why I'm just why I, well I personally am not the most inclined to use face claims Mm -hmm. partially because like i'm an artist i'll just draw what Mm -hmm. i want them to look like yep yep uh but also because like i'm just like i have no idea what i have no idea who to start looking for for a face claim
1: (laughs) yeah it's so hard i as, as an artist i also don't really like using face claims i just felt like i had to because everyone else did online um but and also I was too lazy to draw all the icons myself, and I wasn't good enough to do expressions <laughs> at the time. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I don't. I don't super like doing face cleans either because I think like, I mean, I like to think of them as their own character, not like something in them in a movie or whatever. Yes. You know, and so like finding the right person is impossible for me because they don't look like another person. They're just who they are. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh Like. Like context for a Lost Library mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Um, in coming up with how Ashley looked, I was like, I don't know what I want her to look like. I had a concept, but I was like, I need to practice faces. So I went and I found like an actress because I was looking through like pages of Disney movies and like Nickelodeon, te- like Nickelodeon movies. Because I was like, I need someone who's actually a teen. Mm-hmm. So I took that actress's face and then I like crossed her with Riley Smurl. <laughs> And then I was like, okay, this is close enough.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. I I think some people would like find a face claim. And I think people still do this, but they like find a face claim and then like um base the character off of that, which I've never done. I oh, I always come up with the character first and then their face afterwards. Um but, eh, you know, that's how people do it. Different different strokes for different folks, as I say.
0: What is like if you had to pick just one <laughs> just one
1: mm-hmm.
0: what is your favorite interaction that you had through doing role plays for characters?
1: Oh goodness. Oh I've talked about so many I loved so much already. Um
0: Or like what would you say like crystallizes your experience with role playing characters the most?
1: Right, yeah. Um I think I'm gonna have to go back to lucretia um because <laughs> um i have to go back to lucretia because like especially with that taco role player there was just so many cool things and we talked outside of, out of character all the time about things and so like we like just exploring those characters and building them past their canon was really interesting like like juxtaposed to, like, Lockwood, who I also really loved to roleplay as, like, I was always, I was constrained to canon in that one, you know, like, it hadn't ended yet, and so I couldn't go past that, and, like, I mean, I guess yeah. I could've, but, like, it's a little bit different than, like, Taz. balance is over, and anything after that is totally fair game, and so like just mm-hmm. being able to collaborate like that and like come up with stuff that was so fun and satisfying and like I think even other people who weren't involved in it at all kept up with the threads because they were so like interesting and intriguing. Yeah. And that was just really, really fun to me. And Lucrece is the last person that I role played with. She's like the she's the newest one chronologically. So like just everything I'd learned about role playing up until that point just culminated in her and the interactions I had there. Um, so that's that's probably my favorite I've had to choose.
0: Cool. Yeah. <laughs> do you have anything to add before I go into the final question?
1: Um, I don't think so. I think let's go.
0: Okay, cool. In that case, then, uh, your last question is, t- you can take this in a specific or a general sense. Okay. Um, why do you love this giant this suite of characters that you have brought to the home
1: so much (laughs) oh I love my children so much because like I created them and wrote them in such a formative time in my life from like 14 to 17 probably like it was just so formative in me to like just like what I like to do creatively and like um, just the kind of content I like to consume, the kind of content I like to create, like just all of these characters combined just kind of are that essence of what I like to do and what I want to do in the future. And so even if I'm not touching them anymore or writing anymore as much as I did, like they still represent that to me and that's uh, really special.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's very good. Yeah. <laughs> Emma,
1: thank you so much for coming on today. Of course, thank you for having me, it was very fun. You're welcome,
0: I always like talking to you, and it was really good to talk about original characters. Yes, absolutely.
1: (laughs) If I come up with any more, I'll let you know.
0: (laughs) Yes, well, I know you have at least one more. Oh, mm,
1: that is true. Your Girl Friday? (laughs) My Girl Friday, I am on Lost Library with you. Uh, Yes,
0: yeah, where do you want to be found on the internet that you want to talk about? Oh. Anything you you want to promote?
1: (laughs) Yeah, okay, um, well you can find me and pretty much the hub for anything that I do, um, on Twitter, at of Hauntings, um, exactly how it's spelled, and, um, I do art commissions there, I talk about Star Trek, I talk about, uh, role-playing games, uh, mm-hmm. just all the nerdy things under the sun, basically, and that's where you can find pretty much anything you need to know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, and we, and, uh, Emma's also on Lost Libraries, Grayscale, <laughs> mm mm-hmm. uh, which is at Lost Library Cast on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher, and I don't know where else.
1: Um, it's probably out there somewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chances are you probably can find it if you look for Lost Library mm-hmm. and
1: Grayscale. Yes.
0: <laughs> You'll find us, because Emma's also one of the artists for Lost Library.
1: Yeah, I'm really good at it.
0: The home for Wayward OCs can be found on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. And quick programming note, um... I recently was made aware of the fact that apparently we only have one episode that you can listen to through Stitcher, which is very concerning. I am working on figuring out a solution to that, um, but for now, um, you should be able to subscribe directly through the feed. If you need the direct RSS feed, send me a DM, um, through the Wayward account and I should be able to get you hooked up with that. Um, So maybe hold off on listening on Stitcher for the time being. Uh, but I'll like, of course, we'll tweet about that when it gets fixed, because hopefully it will get fixed. Um, our theme song is Violet by a Paddington Bear, courtesy of the View Music Archives. Uh, new episodes come out on second and fourth Mondays of the month. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we can be found on Twitter at Wayward OC Pod or through the Wayward OC Pod hashtag. You can also email us at Wayward at gmail.com. We are always looking for guests to talk about their original characters, and uh, work is rapidly rapidly increasing uh so if any of you are interested uh drop me a line and when i'm not drowning in work uh i will uh get back to you so that you can be on the show uh and it always is super helpful if you can rate us on your listening platform of choice and maybe tell a friend about us because that helps us to find more guests and to brighten more people's days so thank you all for listening this has been Home Before Your Riddle and we hope you enjoy your stay.